All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. A whirlwind week, and we are going to be discussing some of the steamiest of details from it. But before we get to that, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. One of the reasons we love Cassidy, one of the many reasons, is because you can get verified on there, and you can make sure the people you're talking to are verified and real. Unlike a lot of other lifestyle sites out there that are filled with bots and fakes, Cassidy does everything they can to make sure that you are connecting with legitimate and quality people. It just makes everything easier when you can focus on the sexy connections. And if you want to try Cassidy for yourself for free for an entire month, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, when you go to our website, frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner, you are going to get all of the features for free to try it out for yourself. We hope to see you at Cassidy.com. So, We are exhausted. (laughs) We are fresh back from Denver and literally days away from leaving again. I just feel like my brain is not even functioning at full speed. Well, like I told you, we just have to unpack our suitcase, get everything washed, dry clean, and repack the fucking suitcase. (laughs) It's like we leave in three more days. I am fucking wiped out. It was a phenomenal fucking weekend and a great event, but I am tired. It was a lot of work. A lot of work. It was a lot of work, but I feel like the work paid off because this past weekend we were at Summit Villa in the Denver area for the Black Tie Affair, the inaugural Black Tie Affair. And it ended up being really, really great. I mean, the decor that we came up with, the food, everything just felt like it fell into place. Everyone seemed to have a blast including me so yeah for sure and you too because we had friends on property that were with us all weekend so of course the social aspect of it was fucking amazing but we snuck in some sexy stuff too oh we absolutely did well i had a window of about 45 minutes to an hour (laughs) is what i had so it was one of those very scheduled deliberate play sessions like hey i have this much time like right now can we, you want to make that happen or, you know. Yeah, that's kind of fucking hot to me though, because yeah. I like, that means you fucking want me. If you have 45 minutes of free time and you're propositioning me for sex, that's pretty great. Well, that's, I had about it. Well, I had about 45 minutes. It ended up being about an hour and 15. I snuck a little bit more in there, but <laughs> I, it was, fuck, it was a lot of work and it was worth it. It was really interesting yesterday when the event obviously was over, everybody had left the property and we got done with brunch, just kind of sitting back and re- reflecting with, uh, with our group about what we're going to do the next time. We have, I mean, I'm excited for the next one. Yeah, for sure. We definitely decided we need a second run at this because it was just so much fun. And I mean, yeah, a lot of fucking work, of course. But man, what a great weekend we had. So like I said, we are, I am going to be sharing one of the stories from this weekend a little bit later in the episode, which I'm very excited about because it is with a man that I have lusted after since our very first Denver event. So that'll be fun to talk about. Well, yeah. And you, and I, you had told me some details yesterday. So we got on a plane yesterday at about, I don't know, we got to the airport, I guess about five. 5.30, had three hours before our flight, and I don't fly well, as many of 
of you know. So we started drinking at the airport because <laughs> we hadn't had a fuck. I had not had a drink all weekend. Well, with the exception of the Prosecco, I drank out of the bottle at the end of Saturday night. Like the classy man you are. We're having a black tie dinner and you're drinking out of a Prosecco bottle. Well, I prepared dinner, uh, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, uh, brunch for people all weekend long. I needed a fucking drink. <laughs> so, and it was the closest thing to me. I just grabbed the bottle of Prosecco. But yesterday we went to the airport and we, you and I were talking and really just kind of going over some of the stuff that we both experienced that over the weekend because we really didn't communicate much other than completely work-related shit. Barking orders at each other, yeah. yeah so- Which was also really weird because we're usually so connected. We're always touching each other and kissing each other. And it got to Sunday afternoon and we were actually sitting in the hot tub at the property and I was kind of on your lap and I was like, I think this is the first time I've touched you in like two days. Yeah, except for like the three hours a night I got to sleep. That was really it because it was fast and furious. I spent the entire weekend in the kitchen. So, you know, it was crazy. But we were going over some of the stuff and you were telling me something about this experience we're going to talk about today. And I was blown away. I was like, wait a minute, you did that? Like, you never do that. I've never, I mean, it's not even something, it's not something you've never done with anybody other than me. And we rarely do it. Yeah. So I was really surprised by that. It's interesting. I can't wait to hear the whole fucking thing. Well, we'll talk about it soon. And we are, like you said, three days away from heading to Houston. We're going to spend one night at the Swan Mansion, which I'm so fucking excited for. Yeah, I really am too. I cannot fucking wait to get there. And then we have two days of Splash slash Couples Escape after that. So that'll be really fun, too. Those events are great. We have friends going. We already have listeners that have reached out and are like, oh, we want to meet you guys when we get there. So I think it'll just be a super fun and social weekend. I already have a potential play date set up with a fucking hot lady that I've been lusting after since the first time we met. So. Oh, she is a smoke show. And she wants your cock real bad. Well, uh, hopefully <laughs> that happens. We will see. Uh, it's something she mentioned to me me so i'm very excited about it Woo! i like it yeah so you know look crazy weekend lots going on there was sexy time you obviously got to play i got a little bit of fun with my friend susan who was also there as i mentioned i had to carve out some time because i really you know we had friends there and and at one point it was actually kind of funny was it i think it was at breakfast on like saturday morning we were sitting around after I got done preparing breakfast for everybody and people were kind of finishing up and it was you and myself and one of our friends, our couple friends, and Susan was there, a couple, a few other folks and something was said, I don't really remember what the context was, but it, it made me look like a complete fucking perv because every woman at the table I had had some level of intimacy with. <laughs> So <laughs> your I, cock is like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get like there was something I was trying to get across to people, but it was coming off very strangely because it, it didn't make any sense given the company we were in. It's like, well, that was just fucking failed. I should not have said that. That was stupid. So anyway, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And because I had, you know, we had friends on property. I got a little uh, I got a chance to spend some time with Susan, which was super hot. It was middle of the day, hot and heavy, which is always fucking cool. That kind of impromptu action. It's just fucking awesome. So. I got to hear part of it. I was like, oh my goodness. So yeah, we'll obviously be talking about that on a future episode, so I don't want to spoil anything. But no, no, Let no, me no. tell you, the four minutes I heard of it were fucking hot. Well, you, so you, you didn't even realize this, of course, because you were in another fucking world entirely. Saturday night, once dinner had ended and then play 
started. We had entertainment and the playrooms opened. It was about midnight, I guess, when I got the opportunity to see you kind of in a scene with our friend Angel. Yes. And you didn't even realize I was there. It was myself and Susan and another phenomenal couple. They helped us out with service and they were there for the party. They're just super fucking people. And we were sitting on the bed behind you. We were in the library and you were on the spanking table and Angel was just putting in work and you didn't even realize we were there. That's how lost in it you were. I was in a whole different world and we're also going to share that on a future episode because it deserves it. I am not exaggerating when I say I had a life-changing experience. Like my mind is open in so many different ways because of what happened Saturday night. So again, not going to spoil it. You guys will have to stay tuned for that. But trust me when I tell you, you will not want to miss it. Well, I'll say this. You did absolutely at one point lose consciousness, which was amazing. (laughs) You didn't, I mean, you had no idea. You were, you, you were out, you blacked out and didn't know how long you were out. You're like, what, what just happened? Like I I can't really explain it. Something that's hard to put into words. My soul left my body. That's what happened. (laughs) Yeah. It was fucking intense for sure. So we'll get to that soon. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We and I haven't even dissected that yet. Yeah. That entire kind of uh, scene with that. It, I mean, it took an hour and a half. You were in that room with Angel, or all of us, really, for that matter, for every bit of an hour plus. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fucking <laughs> I felt great. like two minutes. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, yeah, you were out for about twenty seconds, but the the entire scene was every bit of an hour plus, and your ass has all the wares to show for it. So I want to talk a little bit about RJ because we actually got a lot of emails and DMs and stuff regarding the RJ situation from last episode. It's so funny how certain people kind of become characters in our narrative that people are really kind of bought into. Well, for sure. And so, yeah, I I did want to provide you guys with a little bit of an update. RJ listened to that episode and I think he was, I don't want to say offended, but he definitely wanted to chat about it. And we got that opportunity before I left for Denver, which was wonderful. I got a lot of different insight into him and what he wants and his feelings. And that was great. I also feel like, and I'm, I'm sure this is to be expected, but this whole Polly thing or whatever the fuck we're calling it at this point has me feeling kind of insecure because I'm realizing how much d- more difficult it is for me, I guess, than the swinging lifestyle or than like the way that we've been practicing ethical non-monogamy up to this point. It just feels like I don't have the skills that I need and I don't have the mindset that I need. And it's like, fuck, I actually have to do some work on myself right now. Well, and that's it's kind of a scary thought sometimes to realize that you have these detriments that if you don't work on, you're not going to be able to push through and get what you really want. Well, it's like we were just talking about this morning. We have uh, some friends. There are a couple, and they're they're relatively new to the space, very new, and they're having a little bit of a difficult time navigating it because the truth is they have limited experiences with you know relationships and other people because they've been together so long, and there's so much to unpack there. This is not that much different. I mean, when was the last time you had a, you know started a relationship? It was with me five and a half years ago, right? So you don't have the practice. Well, and even you and I, we were talking about it this weekend. Our relationship started off as not a relationship. No, we fought it tooth and nail. And and I think part of that was because it felt like less pressure, right? Like if we're not pursuing each other romantically and we're just having sex and then feelings just happen to organically fall into place, okay, that's great. But trying to do it the other way, like building up a romantic connection with someone, that's fucking scary. Well, yeah, it's incredibly vulnerable. You're really open to a lot of different 
you know, feelings that you're simply not accustomed to, not for a length of time anyway. So yeah, it it makes a lot of sense that it's going to be weird. And, you know, again, one of the other things we talked about yesterday while I had my, I think, four doubles before we got on the plane. (laughs) um, And by the way, it was a great flight. I remember none of it. I fell asleep before it took off and woke up when it hit the ground. You were a little drunky pants. It was lovely. I found the, I think I found the winning combination to how I fly now. Four Uh, double cocktails. Four four doubles. So, you know, we were talking about it and, you know, this is going to be interesting situation because if you have you have two guys really that are courting you and that you're interested in for very different reasons they're both exceptional people but they're very different and like i said to you i really need to talk to both of these guys independently of course and privately because all the information just isn't being conveyed a hundred percent because my perspective is missing from this. Honestly, it has been from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. It has been from the beginning, not just my perspective on what you're feeling and what is kind of happening with you and I, but also their, my perspective on what's happening with them. I I have some insight, obviously. So I really am looking forward to talking to both of them. I think the conversations between the two of them will be very interesting, but I really want to get their interpretation of this, you know, and I think that when I ask them that, the answer is going to be a little bit different from what they're telling you, obviously, and I might be able to glean some more information from it. But it's really important because there's so much going on, so many feelings and emotions flying around all of this. Well, and and confusion. I mean, do I have the capacity to date two people on top of you? Well, and you were, like you said yesterday, finally, you were like, I just need you to tell me what to do. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> the fuck I will. Please make my life choices for me because no, I can't. Absolutely not. I won't do it. You have to figure that out. And obviously you have to figure it out between, you know, the three of you, obviously. And, well, and not me. the three of us, me with each guy. Right. right. Yeah. It's, it's, they're separate situations, certainly, but that's really going to have to be a, a, a you and, you know, them decision, not me. I have very little to do with this decision. I'm going to give you my input and my my support. I'll tell you what I think and you know how I feel about certain things. But at the end of the day, you're really going to have to make this decision as to how far forward you move with both or either of them. You know, you've got to come up with that. I'm so, not a responsible adult. Don't you know that you're supposed to keep me in line with shit? I am well aware, but well, this is how really is this any different. It's very important. <laughs> this is this is really important. This isn't like you know what should I order on a menu. This is this is very different. Should I wear a sweater or not today? Right? Do I need a jacket? No, no, no. Not what we're talking about. Right. Yeah, this is this is real. And these guys, I think, have genuine feelings for you, both of them. And I can see it when I when I see them and you together. And when I talk to them, when of course you're there, I have not had any time alone with either of these two gentlemen. So but I can see how they look at you and how they talk to you, particularly RJ, because I've seen him with you more often. And it's very clear that he is very much interested in you as a person. I you could just tell. I mean, I don't blame him. I'm a fucking gem. So yeah, you really it makes are. total sense. Super gemmy pants, <laughs> and incredibly humble on top of it. <laughs> yeah, you fully, fully self aware. <laughs> self awareness, I never said. Okay, no, no, you're 100. Yeah, 100 self aware and humble. <laughs> yeah. On opposite day. Yeah. So anyway, I want to get to single guy tip of the week because I realized something this weekend from my experience with a pro dom named Angel. And we're going to link him in the show notes for you guys. And obviously, I'm going to cover the experience that I had with him in far more detail on a future episode and kind of get into more of what he does. But something kind of profound hit me this weekend because this is a guy who honed his craft and he knows a woman's body on a very well people's body i'm sure on a very very deep level and it made me think back to all of the most amazing experiences i've had with people 
of a sexual nature. And I think one of the things that people that I've had these great experiences with have in common is they have honed a skill. For sure. So in other words, with this particular person, obviously he is a sensual dom. He has the BDSM background. He has studied that to the nth degree. And I'm not saying everyone needs to go out and learn how to flog someone. But I do think if you have something special that can kind of be a hook, that's a big deal, especially in a scenario where you're around a bunch of people that maybe you don't know. For example, there's another gentleman in town who I have shot content with and who has become a friend. He is a sensual masseuse. That is his expertise. And he absolutely leads with it. He is a smart man. He knows that there are a ridiculous number of women and couples, really, who have that particular fantasy. Absolutely. So, I mean, obviously, he's gone to like massage therapy school, but he's also studied things like yoni massages and just has an understanding of how to touch a woman in a way that plays with her mind and gets her so excited for an experience. So I really do think that if you're a guy that is maybe struggling with where you fit in, I think having a skill or something that you know you're really freaking good at and you can kind of lead with means a lot. And again, it doesn't have to be like you don't have to go through formal training for something like that. Learn how to eat pussy like your life fucking depends on it. Well, it's always amazing for me when people will continue to open themselves up to more education. And like you mentioned, the gentleman that's a friend of ours here in town, he is a, a licensed massage therapist and he specializes in that sensual massage, couples massages as well. But he continues to improve his knowledge, right? And Angel does the same. He's got, what, over 20 years of experience as a sensual dom? Yeah. And he's constantly researching and reading and going to different uh, events and, and conventions to learn more. And the truth is, for me, I don't, I don't know where you're going necessarily with Single Guy Tip of the Week. I will say this. A lot of guys, me included, if I had time, I would have spent more time talking to him. I simply couldn't do it. We, we will have Angel at, at future events. But... I would like to sit down and talk to him and get some insight about some of the things that he was doing with you. And frankly, I was my head was a little cloudy when a lot of that was going on because I was fucking exhausted. But every one of us, I think, the guys particularly who are partnered with a you know a gal, I think that you can benefit from having a conversation with a guy like this for 15 fucking minutes. Well, that's my point. Just learn a skill. I'll think back to something that's maybe not quite as extreme as becoming a professional dom. There was a guy at one of our events that had been researching acupressure. Yeah. He didn't go to school for it, but he was reading, he was watching YouTube videos, he was really interested in that. And he's like, do you want a foot massage? And I was like, absolutely I do. So he starts giving me a foot massage and it was like that was his, for lack of a better term, his foot in the door. Yeah. It opened up a conversation, it showed me that he's proactive enough to learn something, and then of course, it doesn't suck that he knows what he's doing with his hands. That's a turn on. No, absolutely. So yeah, I think it's look if you're a guy in this space particularly if you're a single guy and you want to be successful we talk a lot about what it takes to do that and there's a this this lifestyle for me is it's simple and complicated all at the same time right you have to hone your skills like you just said but not just you know you got to be sharp you need to be clean you need to be groomed you need to be conversant you know and you should have something to bring to the table have an icebreaker have a something that you can have a conversation about intelligently that might get people's attention well or even 
no, have a knowledge of like a toy, for example. Right. There was an experience again with Angel. He's using a toy on me in a way that I've never even experienced before. And again, I had all of these questions for him afterwards. But I think of how many guys would be successful if they truly knew how to use a vibrator in the right way as an enhancement to a sexual experience. Do you know how much of a fucking badass you would be if you could do that? If you could walk into a room, know exactly how to use a toy in exactly the way that most women want that toy used on them you are gonna be the fucking talk of the night because guys don't do shit like that they don't research things they don't really dive into what it's going to take to pleasure a woman and i feel like if you just took a little bit of time as a single guy to hone some sort of a skill or to understand a woman's body a little bit better through some research and some experiential efforts yeah. it would make a huge fucking difference for most of these guys. Well, I'll tell you, the way that he used that particular toy that you're referring to, it was so amazing that there, the two women that were watching, obviously one of them, Susan, my play partner, they are buying, they, she told me, she goes, I'm buying one as soon as I get home. So <laughs> that thing was fucking insane. And then because Angel kind of let her feel what you were feeling on her hand while we were sitting there, she's like, yeah, I'm going to go get one of those. Like that, that's happening. And then the gal that was also sitting with us, she's like, I have one of those, but I never really used it like that. So now I know exactly what I need to do. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you have a skill, certainly showcase it, particularly if it's something that is pertinent to the space that you're in. You know, if you have a, the opportunity to show someone how to use something that they've been using, but they maybe had not been using it to its fullest potential, I mean, shit, you're going to be a star. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think more guys need to do some research. They need to expand their horizons in terms of ways to pleasure the people that they intend to be with. And again, if you use that as kind of an icebreaker and not in a cheesy way, not walking into a room, hey, everyone, I know how to give amazing foot massages. So if anyone wants one, yeah. but I don't think there's anything wrong with during conversation, bringing those things in and just kind of setting them as these little like Easter eggs in the conversation to get people interested and to break the ice. No, absolutely. And let me say this. I am really more and more I'm really happy and impressed honestly with the quality of the single men that we have encountered they truly are and have been for a length of time now the stars of the show when we host these events Fuck some yes. of these guys are fucking super solid and Angel listen I, I'm well, ready to sell he's not a single guy but. no but he does play uh, solo and he is incredibly talented at what he does and uh, listen you could sell tickets to what this guy does <laughs> I'm here to tell you we have friends and guests and of, of these events that literally want to fly him across the country for the day. Yeah, for like, like just, a birthday gift or something. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking insane. I mean, some of the things he comes up with, man, it's impressive. He, he really does have a tremendous skill level. Yeah, so I think more guys just need a little bit of that. I'm not saying everyone has to be a pro-dom. Just no. saying, you can do a little work, you can be impressive, you can have these skills that maybe not everyone else does, and all it's going to do is help you stand out just that much more. So Absolutely. that is my single guy tip of the week. Yeah, I'm with you. And like I said, it's if you can bring something to the table that maybe no one else can in a particular situation, it just moves you to the front of the line. Hell yes. So on top of everything else, I'm hopefully going to see Jade tomorrow. Ooh. I have not had an opportunity to see her since we were dog sitting for her uh, before we went to Denver. It's been a long time. And so it's always fun for me when, especially with my regular play partners, there's that buildup, you know, and the texting and the flirting and all of that. So I'm looking forward to seeing her, obviously. And then, as you mentioned, we're going to uh, an event in Houston, the Splash event, and I'm going to play with another smoking hot, hopefully, gal. I'm just, I'm looking forward to the week 
but I'm also looking forward to us getting home and not doing shit until Christmas. Well, yeah, I think we have decided that after our Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas event on the 17th, we're just going to chill for a little bit, kind of focus on each other, maybe do a couple date nights that we wouldn't normally do because we're so fucking busy. So, yeah, I mean, I think that times like this when it's so hectic and we're flying all over the place and we're playing with all sorts of people, it's really exciting, but it also sometimes makes me feel less connected to you. And I think that's just natural. That's not a bad thing. It's not a knock on anyone. No. It's just one of those things that naturally happens, but it also reminds you how much that reconnection and that really intimate time with your partner is so fucking essential well yeah so it, it really does it puts into perspective for me how important the balance is well it, it it's super important especially for you and i because we spend so much time together but it was really evident to me as i mentioned when we were sitting at the airport at the restaurant yesterday in denver getting ready for our flight you and I, the, the place we were sitting at, the stools were bolted to the floor. Right. And we always sit at the bar. We're bar people. And normally our chairs are literally touching one another. They're and our hands you know. are all over each other. Yeah, but yeah. we were sitting, it was just too far away. Like the stools were like nine inches apart. So that's about <laughs> as far as we as you could get from you know how you and I usually sit next to each other. And it was really weird. So I was trying to position myself where my leg was touching yours and my hand was on your leg or something. And it's amazing how as busy as the weekend was, fucking fast and furious. It was crazy. It was sexy. We slept, obviously, in the same bed every night. Albeit, for very few hours. Yeah, albeit for about three and a half hours. <laughs> but as much as we were together, we were not together enough for us. And then yesterday, it was really kind of reinforced. Like, man, we we have got to do some shit, just the two of us. So, yeah, I think when the event, our um, Las Vegas Hot Wife event is over, we just need to go do some of some of our own shit and just get our heads out of this space, figure out what these two relationships that you're looking at potentially looks like and and really just kind of define where we need to be and want to be. But well, really, just honestly, decompress. I want to get away from lifestyle stuff altogether for a little bit. No, we just need to just decompress. Just for a couple weeks, two weeks of like nothing but you and I. Yeah. That's really what I need. Yeah, we don't and we don't need to go on vacation. We just need to do our own stupid shit that we always do. Listen, we you and I haven't been to brunch. Now, of course, we just had brunch Sunday. That doesn't uh, count. We we have not been to brunch in weeks. We used to go all the time. Every Sunday it was our ritual, but we haven't fucking been home. Yeah. You know, so we really have to get back to get, we have to get back to center is what we need to do. And I think if we do a lot of these questions that we're just kind of mulling over even right now, all of those answers, I think will become much clearer. A thousand percent because I feel like I'm walking around in a fucking brain fog. I am a hundred percent convinced due to lack of sleep and how busy we've been that my brain is simply not working at full capacity no. and i feel like as soon as i have some time to just relax and like you said get back to center everything is going to start to fall into place no absolutely and that's what we need to do we really are clearer heads is what we need right now just to get all of the cobwebs out and just have some fucking fun and not beat ourselves up with all of the shit that we're doing and it's a lot of stuff look we got the valentine's day weekend event at swan mansion which i cannot fucking wait for obviously i'm super pumped about it we just left denver so obviously my my wheels are turning and I cannot wait for the next fucking one because I, could, I know it's just going to be that much better than the first one we just had, which was awesome. But at the same time, I have to stop myself and like, just, Hey, calm the fuck down. You, you got a lot going on. You Live guys, in the moment. See, yeah. you're the you're the absolute worst at that. Living I'm already in planning moment. a menu for the next fucking black tie dinner. So, <laughs> you know, I'm like, uh, you really got to fucking slow down. You know what I mean? Calm your tits, man. Yeah, got to fucking slow down. You can down. relax for a couple of hours at a time. It's not your head's not going to combust. I, I know. promise. Well, like I told you earlier, I, I am 
absolutely looking forward to and at the same time dreading my uh, going to the gym today. I am, I know it's going to hurt. <laughs> I know it's going to fucking hurt, but I have to do it. I don't want to fucking do it, but I have to do it. So at least there'll be a couple of hours today where I can just get the fuck away from everything. No phone, no text, no nothing. And Zone just, the fuck out and run. Oh God, I just don't want to do it. I know this is going to be so bad. After the weekend, standing up, working fucking literally 20 hours a day. Banging and then, Susan. Oh, yeah, that didn't suck at all. And then having four fucking doubles yesterday. The bartender was so much fun. It was he was, it was a blast. I, it, very rarely, I don't think you have a great fucking time at a bar at an airport. It's um, rare. It's yeah. rare. We had a fucking Trust blast. Trust me, we've been to a lot of them lately. Yeah, exactly. We had a blast. The guy checked my ID. That was the whole start of it. And then that was it was fucking all downhill. Four doubles later, I'm like, oh, this is going to be brutal. Yeah, you were in rare form. So. It was it was fun. I had a great fucking time. So start to finish, the weekend was fucking tits. I loved it. But a lot of fucking work. Well, this weekend was very fun for me. I got to have an incredibly unexpected experience Friday evening. And what I mean by expected is the gentleman that it was with is so quiet. He is so... He really is. I don't want to say shy because once you actually talk to him and get to know him, he's not shy. He's just very, very soft-spoken. He is. And he really doesn't let his intentions be known. But this man's fucking beautiful. And I've had my eye on him for a long time. And everything kind of just fell into place exactly as it needed to in order for me to have this ridiculously erotic experience. So I'm going to be talking about all of that very soon. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Skin. You may know the Skin brand from their amazing soft skin feel condoms, which I wouldn't blame you for. If you've bought them, if you've used them, you know how good these things feel. And they have latex-free options, which are very important for some people out there. And we highly recommend that you're using latex-free condoms anyway if you're going to a large party because you just never know who's going to have that allergy. But did you also know that Skin has a line of massagers? And they're not just any massagers. They have the top of the line in terms of technology, the most up-to-date technology for your personal pleasure. So this winter, if you're looking to heat things up in your bedroom and you want some products that are going to have you screaming your partner or partner's names all night long, or if you want to have some of the best solo play you can, warm things up yourself, we highly recommend that you check out those Skin massagers. Again, find them at CVS or go to Skin.com. That's S-K-Y-N, and all of that information will be in the show notes for you today. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. They have a product that I think a lot of lifestylers could sincerely benefit from, and that's their delay spray. Look at it this way. You walk into a party, you meet someone new, you really hit it off, you have this amazing chemistry, and you decide you want to get down with them. But because you're so excited, you're concerned the entire time with this anxiety that you're going to finish too soon. Well, Promescent can help with that. They can take a lot of the anxiety out of your sexual experiences by helping elongate your sexy bedroom playtime. All you do is spray it on about 10 minutes prior to play, allow it to absorb, and go to town. And the best part is, because it has amazing absorption technology, you're not transferring that to your partner, making them all numb down there and completely eliminating the point. Permescent has a ton of amazing bedroom wellness products that we think you should check out. So head on over to promescent.com today. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com to check out their full line of bedroom wellness products. This Valentine's Day, why not treat your Valentine to the Sweethearts Ball? It is a weekend of fun in Houston 
at the Swan Mansion. And we're doing this event in conjunction with Playhouse LV and the folks of the Swan Mansion. It is going to be a truly decadent weekend of fun and indulgence and sexiness. Yeah, this is a Valentine's Day weekend unlike any other, especially in the lifestyle. This will be something to remember. I cannot wait personally to host this event because there is such an amazing amount of quality surrounding this property it it truly will be amazing we should say the rooms are already sold out they were opened up to our patreon members first and they are sold out but we have event tickets available especially for friday night because that's my birthday bash february 10th is the first day of the event it's also my birthday so if you want to come celebrate we would love for you to check out all of the information at members.frontporchswingers.com we should also say this event is open to both couples and singles but you do have to be a vetted and a approved member in order to purchase a ticket. So again, find all of that information at members.frontporchswingers.com. We hope to see you at the Sweetheart's Ball. So I want to explain a little bit of backstory with this particular gentleman because I think that there's been an insane amount of lead up that I didn't really realize was two-sided. I always thought I was just kind of lusting after him and I really couldn't tell 100% if he was interested in me back or not until this weekend. Well, your judgment was clouded by your lust. Oh, 100%. (laughs) So what happened was this gentleman came to our very first ever Real Hot Wives of Denver event. That's where we met him, which I think was back in March, right? Oh, yeah. So at that event, I'm obviously I met him and we talked for a little bit and I felt like there was a little bit of flirtatiousness going on. But that event was so crazy and chaotic the first time. It was really our first major event outside of Vegas. Yes. So I think that there was just a lot of logistics going on and therefore I really couldn't spend the time with him that I wanted to. But I mean, physically, this man is like perfection to me. He is tall. He's very athletic looking. He has these beautiful eyes, these like beautiful full lips. I mean, he's just a fucking hot dude so i connected with him on cassidy after that first event and he was like hey i really want to come to the next event you know let me know when it is so i did i told him about the next event and we met again that evening and i didn't really feel like he was feeling me it was one of those things where like he was very friendly and we had a nice little conversation but i wasn't getting this vibe from him that he was like sexually interested in me right So I just kind of didn't pursue it. And I went on my way, whatever. And he then reached out to me about a week after that second event and was like, just so you know, if there's ever the opportunity for us to be together sexually, I really want that. And I was like, oh, fuck, I had no idea. So I gave him my phone number and we have been flirting and kind of sexting with each other for like four months. I really had no idea. Listen, we're, we are way too fucking busy for me to try to keep up with all of that. <laughs> Plus, you have a lot of shit going on with, you know, between the two guys that you're potentially seeing and all this stuff. I had no idea that you and he were in communication, honestly. And until you told me, I think we were already in Denver. You were like, hey, this, you know, he's going to be coming tonight, which was Friday, just to hang out. Because we, the folks that we had on prop property. It was really an event for them Friday night for the most part, but he's obviously a welcome guest at the house. He's very, very fucking respectful and a super dude, but I didn't know that you had invited him. Well, to be completely honest with you, my thought process in inviting him Friday night was he's probably the type of guy that multiple women on property would be interested in spending some time with. He's a good fucking dude to have there because he's respectful as hell. He's not going to act a fool and he's hot as fuck. So even if he's just eye candy in the room, 
it was a win. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a, a value add. There's no question about it. In fact, he's so quiet, so respectful. You know, he's always very respectful to me. He was sitting, I think it was in the morning for, I think it was, he came in for breakfast, I think, the one day. I think it was maybe Saturday. I just don't remember. It was after you played with him. And I was I was giving him a hard time because he's very quiet. He's shy. And I made him breakfast because he had gotten there a little bit late. I put a plate together for him. And he, you know, he thanked me. I would say, said, hey, listen, it's the least I can do. Let me feed you and let you fuck my partner. <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me and he didn't know what to say. I'm like, I'm totally fucking with you. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like a super fucking polite dude. Yeah, he's great. So Friday night, he gets there, and it's about the time that kind of the festivities are kicking off. Like, we went downstairs, we put on karaoke, everyone was kind of changing into more comfy clothes and just being casual, having a drink. We had a freaking blast, but he was so quiet and kind of standing off to the side that I still didn't know, even with the sexting and all this anticipation and me 100% wanting that cock, I was like, I don't know if it's going to happen. Well, yeah, even when you're, you know, you're texting people and you're flirting digitally, of course, and time goes by and then you actually are in each other's presence, it can still be a little awkward. Well, sometimes it actually makes it more awkward because you feel like you have all of this familiarity digitally and it doesn't always translate to in person. So sometimes it's like you have these amazing, sexy, erotic conversations via text and then you're in front of each other and you're like, yeah, I don't know about this. Well, yeah, it's, it's easy to, I say it's easy, easier to be more open and flirtatious of course, when you're separated by space and, and time and you're doing it digitally. Yeah, that's half the reason that guys will message me and say things like, hey, baby, you want to wrap your lips around this thick cock? They would never say that in person. Well, you say no. that all the time. But also some people are better in terms of communicating digitally because they get a little tongue-tied or they're nervous or shy or whatever. And so a lot of times their personality that you get digitally doesn't necessarily come out in person and you yeah. got to you got to dig a little. Well, I was really proud of myself because what happened was first of all, I will say Susan popped his karaoke cherry she made him jump in on a song with That's her hilarious. and he fucking killed it i'm like you should be doing this all the time what the hell are you talking about yeah, and we should put some context here so you're in the lower level of the house i was on the middle level of the, or the upper level of the house no nope, the middle level of the house preparing food i was prepping for the next day i was making a lobster bisque which takes a long fucking time so all i could hear is karaoke and people singing i was not part of it i was literally in another part of the house so i had no idea what was going on downstairs well it was getting pretty ruckus down there I'll say that much but anyway so he does that and then I felt like he kind of loosened up so I owe Susan I think she was my wing woman that night because it was like the second that he sang his karaoke song and he kind of stepped back and had another drink he just became like a different person like his walls started to come down and when I saw that I finally had the balls to approach him and we were kind of off just the two of us everyone else was singing and not really paying attention to us so I said you know you're really shy Is is everything okay and he's like I'm not really shy I'm just quiet. And I was like, I understand that. I was like, I do want to express my interest. I think that you are an incredibly handsome man. And if there's any interest on your end, please let me know. And he's like, absolutely. That's pretty bold for you. I was really impressed with myself for doing that. Because again, this is a guy I've had my eye on for a really long time. And I think in most circumstances, I would have that would have made me more neurotic and more right. likely to chicken the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, it was almost a year since you met him the first time. We met him the first time. <laughs> so anyway, the night kind of goes on and everyone's 
you know, singing and having a couple of drinks. And then a couple of us decide to get in the hot tub. And this gentleman was like, do you mind if I join you? And I was like, absolutely not. So I change into just bottoms. I'm topless. And I get into the hot tub with him and one of the other couples that stayed with us on property. Shout out to them. They're fucking amazing. First time we met them. I'm, oh, I adore them so much. Awesome. Uh, he's yes. already texted me this morning thanking me again. What a fucking great couple. Yeah, they're amazing. And she is a smoke show. Yeah, she's beautiful. So anyway, it was the four of us kind of sitting in the hot tub and it was very friendly. There was not a lot going on. We were just chatting, the four of us. And then all of a sudden I got bold and I started to kind of rub his leg under the water and my hand was kind of grazing on his cock a little bit. And I kind of leaned in at one point point. was like, is it okay if I'm touching you? He's like, absolutely. Touch me wherever you want. I'm like, okay. And it was funny because I'm assuming maybe they'll tell me that I'm full of shit here. I thought we were being pretty coy. I'm not even sure they knew exactly what was going on. No, oh no, Atlas, everybody knew what was going on because at one point I didn't hear music anymore. I didn't know what was happening, obviously, and it was hours had gone by. I went downstairs to check on you. You were nowhere to be found. And someone told me, oh, she's in the hot tub. I went, okay, now I know what's going on and why it's quiet. <laughs> totally get it. But everyone knew what was happening. Well, we then got out of the hot tub and most people were already in bed. Yeah, this and is late. It's like fucking two o'clock in the morning. Including Susan. So it was really funny. I was trying to be all quiet and I was like, we have to be really quiet. We should go in and shower really quick. But, you know, Susan is sleeping in that room so we can't be fucking loud assholes. Right. He's like, no problem. We go in the bathroom. I turn on the shower. I get completely naked. Never happen. You never do that. First of all, this whole shower thing threw me off when you told me about it yesterday at the airport because I had no idea. You <laughs> you have never done that with anyone but me. I know. I just fucking, I felt good. I felt very emboldened and I don't know if it was because of all of the buildup or the fact that this is now the third time I've met him. I don't know what the fuck it was, but I was feeling so confident, so sexy in my own skin that night. I just fucking whipped my clothes off. I get in the shower, totally fucking broke the shower, 100% woke Susan up, which I feel horrible <laughs> yeah, the about. Nozzle, the handle it, fell off. I, I thought it wasn't that loud. She was like, oh no, felt, it sounded like a fucking buffalo was going through the shower or something. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm not graceful. We all know that. No. So I get in the shower really quick, but he's standing there and I'm naked and I jump in. I have the ca the shower curtain open and we're just kind of like talking to each other while I'm taking a shower really quick. And then he jumps in right after me. And when he's in the shower, I run in and put on a cute little piece of lingerie, my wine color drapey number. Yeah, love that and thing. Then he comes out of the shower and this is really the first time I've like full on seen his cock. Holy fuck. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm sure. <laughs> it's the perfect size. It's very large without being like, holy fuck large. Right. And it's really thick and it's uniform and it's just beautiful. So anyway, I kind of grab him by the hand and I bring him into our bedroom and I shut the door and it, there was a split second there that I was like, I wonder if Susan can hear this or if anyone can Listen, hear this. Listen, she was in a room. There was our room and her room. And in between the two rooms downstairs is a large bathroom. That was the only thing separating the two rooms. When I came down the stairs afterwards, because I had basically finished up for the most part for the night, I was just cleaning up, went down to check on you again. I got to the bottom of the stairs. Now, this is a very large home. We're talking about somewhere in the neighborhood of 11,000 square feet. The f it's a mirror image, the, the two floors. So when I came down the stairs, you were at the absolute opposite end of the building. I could hear you. <laughs> 
Also, I don't know whether you know this or not. You didn't close the door all the way. The door was cracked open. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. So I heard you and I thought, oh, let me go over there and close the door. Uh, or I, I started walking over and realized the door was open. I wanted to close it, but they're very, very heavy, solid doors. I didn't want to wake Susan up if she hadn't already gotten up. So I just left it. But it was open a that couple of inches. That ship had sailed. She was yeah. wide awake. She told me the next day. But the door was open every bit of two or three inches. So that's why it was so loud down there. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that. Now yeah. I feel bad. Well, anyway, so we walk into the bedroom. And again, in most circumstances, it's the very first time I'm in a sexual space with this man. I feel like most instances i would have been so in my head i don't i don't fucking know what got into me i don't know if it was the fucking hot tub or his cock or i don't i don't know but i was so bold i literally walked him over to the bed got on my back hiked up my lingerie so that he could eat my pussy like i didn't even ask we didn't even have a conversation about it you just assumed that was happening put your fucking mouth on my pussy let's see what you got here well that's for you once again very fucking strong move because that's not your mo yeah well, also, I think it was an energy thing for me because he's so laid back and kind of quiet. I feel like that allowed me to be the aggressor to some degree. Sure. And that was kind of hot for me. It's not my happy place necessarily or my comfort zone. But once in a great while, it's really fucking hot for me to be like, hey, come over here and lick my fucking clit. No, that's super fucking hot. I think there's <laughs> something to be said for you know having that level of, of confidence and empowerment and just taking control. So he starts eating my pussy off the side of the bed and holy fuck, this man is amazing. And the other thing I'll say is he has the most gigantic hands I've ever seen. He's a big dude. He's a, an ex-basketball player. So, right. I mean, obviously he has nice hands. He's a big dude. But there was one point, you know, my ass is not small. I'm sure all of our listeners know my ass is not small. There was one point he's eating my pussy and he puts both of his hands under my ass and literally my entire ass is in his hands. Yeah, that's not an easy task it's a lot of ass i was like holy fuck that's hot it makes it makes me feel more like dainty and feminine somehow when i'm with like a very large man you know what i mean no absolutely i was hot so he eats my pussy for a while he made me come the first time it was kind of a not a super strong orgasm it was like a baby orgasm which i actually think was better i think i need to learn how to edge myself a little bit because in having kind of that half orgasm when he starts licking me again and he's running his hands up and down my legs i am grabbing onto my own tits and like squeezing on my nipples and the second orgasm i had was so fucking intense i mean it felt like a lightning bolt was running through my body no listen i could hear a little bit of it as i was coming down the stairs as I said, and walking through the room. And it it was loud. You were making some noise. Oh, it was so fucking hot. So that happens. Then I get up, I flip over, and he's standing at the edge of the bed. And he, this is a tall man, obviously. Yeah, he's every bit of fuck 6'6", six, six, probably. And But the bed is also very tall. So it was perfect. I could literally just lean my head off of the side of the bed and suck his cock. Yeah, no, it makes sense. The, the beds are very high in that room. They have like kind of a platform situation going on. And then you know, he's a giant fucking human being, so... so So I kind of just start licking the tip of it a little bit and I'm kind of teasing him. I'm looking up at him with this grin on my face 
And I'm like, do you really want me to suck your cock? And he's like, yeah, of course I do. And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm not sure if I if I want to. And he's like, you don't want to suck it? And I was like, I don't know. Just being all coy and playful with him. Again, not something I would usually do, especially the first time out of the gate. No, absolutely not. So that was fun. I mean, it really, this whole thing felt very playful. And this is not necessarily a guy I would normally classify as playful. No. So to get to experience that with him when it's just this one-on-one interaction was so fun. I felt like I was seeing the real him. You know what I mean? No, for sure. Well, listen, he's a, he is introverted for sure. And at least in some of the circumstances that I've seen him in, he's very quiet and he's a guy that observes. He's yeah. not just going to jump right in into a conversation. He's very measured that way. And he's, he's like I said, he's a quiet guy. Well, he wasn't quiet then. <laughs> Neither were you. I heard you loud and clear. <laughs> so I start kind of just like slowly pumping my mouth down on him. And I think at one point I pulled my mouth away and I was like, do you want me to go deeper? And he's like, yes, please. And I was like, okay. So I go deeper onto his cock. I kind of start just very lightly playing with his balls. I asked him if it felt good and he said yes. So I'm kind of just like tickling his balls while I'm deep throating his cock. And this is not a frenzied thing. This is a very kind of slow, sensual cock sucking. I stopped touching his balls for a second and just started rubbing on his amazing muscular legs. And the whole thing was just so fucking hot i mean everything because we also had a light on so i get to see all of the visuals of this beautiful naked man in front of me while his perfect fucking cock is in my mouth do you have one of the lamps on that was like on top of the bed yeah so it wasn't like like the harsh light yeah Yeah. it was like this really soft almost yeah like amber light and it it did it felt very erotic in that room because of that because it you know, it, it wasn't like it was lit up like Walmart, but I could still see him and yeah. he could see me and we could see each other's facial expressions. And we were making all of this amazing eye contact. And whenever I would stop kind of sucking his cock and just stroke it and I was saying something kind of playful or silly, I was looking him directly in the eye while that was all happening. And for whatever reason, that just felt fucking intense to me. Yeah, there's I mean, obviously for you, that's a very unique play style uh, everything you've done up to that point that i've heard is unique <laughs> for you for sure i know i was fucking feeling it that night and it resulted in some fun maybe i need to fucking try that more often yeah apparently it works so that so i sucked his cock for probably a good five minutes or so and i mean by the end i was getting pretty sloppy with it i had the slobber going and the tears in my eyes and i'm sure my makeup was fucking everywhere And then I was like, I really, really need you to fuck me. And he's like, okay. So (laughs) he takes a condom out, rolls it onto his cock. I've said this many times before, but one of the most amazing things to me is seeing someone with just like a giant cock and they're rolling a condom onto it because it takes so much time. I don't know. It might sound weird, but that's enticing to me. The rolling of the condom onto the cock. Love it. Yeah, you said that to me before. I I find that so interesting. I love it. So anyway, he does that. And I'm kind of like playing with my pussy, laying on my back while he's rolling this condom onto his cock. And then he gets on the bed with me and he pushes inside of me. And I kind of make that little... "Mm," noise that I usually make when I'm like being that that initial stretch. Yeah, that little squeak. Feels so fucking good. So anyway... I was very surprised because as he starts pumping into me, he's getting more and more animated, more vocal. He's kind of talking dirty. And I was so not expecting that from a guy like him. I thought that he was going to be kind of in his head and he wasn't really going to be as, you know, engaged with me, maybe. And that is not what happened. Well, like they say, you got to watch the quiet ones. (laughs) Yeah, they're freaks. (laughs) So anyway, he's like pumping into me and we're kind of making out. And in between making out, he's saying things like, oh, that 
pussy feels so good or do you feel how wet you are? And I was like, yes, it's because you're so hot. And he's like, you're the hot one. And he keeps telling me how like pretty I am. Like he's like, God, you have the most beautiful oh, you're face. You're a sucker you're so for that pretty. shit. And I'm like, oh, yes. And he's not calling me cute either. He's saying beautiful and pretty. Well, cute tip, doesn't really tip work. Tip number one. Cute doesn't work when you're balls deep. You know what I mean? Yeah, that but doesn't guys make a lot have of done sense. it. Guys have done it to me. And I'm like, that. I don't like that. No, that doesn't work for me. So <laughs> I love that he was like, God, your face is so beautiful. You're so pretty. I can't believe we're fucking. And I'm like, I can't believe we're fucking either. You're so hot. And it was just really, really intense. And the first time that I came while he was fucking me, it was so funny because as our listeners know, I clench down pretty hard when I have an orgasm, especially yeah. if it's a really strong orgasm. So that first time that I clenched around his cock, his eyes became the size of like fucking dinner plates. Oh, I'm sure. It's not something a lot of people have experienced. Not like you. He looked shocked. And I just kind of like started laughing mid-orgasm because his response to all of it was just so fucking perfect. It was also very endearing. Like it was a very genuine reaction to what was happening. Yeah, he was genuinely surprised at how fucking vice like your vagina is <laughs> you're welcome so and so after i had my orgasm he still just has this look on his face and he just starts beaming and we both start laughing <laughs> and i was like did it feel good and he's like oh my god it felt amazing i think i made some comment about yeah i can massage your cock with my pussy or something and then we just both burst out laughing again and again to my point earlier this is the first time i've ever been with this man and the amount of comfort and fun and silliness that was happening despite us not having any familiarity with each other sexually, was really surprising. And it was a wonderful surprise. Well, that's, you know, again, that's how you know that the choices that you and I have made uh, and the folks that have, have been interested in us, certainly, it's really been, we've been very lucky because we do really well with people who, with the right personality and character. And there's just something to it. And when, you know, personalities click, when those things happen chemically or organically, it, it makes a difference. Well, yes, because I think the other thing you and I have done very, very well at is focusing on chemistry, even if it's quick chemistry. I think sometimes people get the misconception that we don't play with people right after we meet them or whatever. I will 100% do that. But I have, I have a more to difficult have time with some it. chemistry. I have to have some energy exchange with you. So despite him being so quiet and kind of, I don't want to say standoffish, but definitely kind of in the background, I still felt this chemistry with him. And that was very, very much translated into the bedroom. So again, I have this amazing orgasm. We're laughing, we're giggling, we're being super silly with each other. And he's like, do you want me to keep fucking you? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. And from there, after that first initial orgasm after penetration, things got wild. I mean, I am grabbing his legs. I'm grabbing onto his arms. I'm kind of like lightly scratching his shoulders, which he seemed to really like. Again, me and that little bit more dominant of a roll and then he told me to choke him really yes i would not have seen that coming i was like okay were you on top i was on bottom okay. i was reaching up and choking him and he i mean this how is could a, you even reach him this is a big fucking dude yeah so <laughs> he's leaned in towards me i'm choking him with one hand but very quickly realized that my hands are way too small to properly choke this there's man. no way you're getting your hands around his neck so i now have both hands around his neck and I'm not really providing a ton of pressure. It wasn't like I was like trying to choke the life out of him or do anything dangerous. It was more so just that act of aggression, my hands around his throat. Right. And I don't even know what my face must have looked like in that moment. All I know is the only thing 
thing I had going in my mind was like being a fucking dominant badass bitch with this man. Well, that's interesting considering the role reversal you had the following evening. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would not have thought that. I mean, I, get, I guess. I mean, it doesn't really matter physical stature or any of that shit. But when you see someone uh, of his stature, it's like, certainly he's not going to want this five foot tall girl to choke him. Well, we, okay. So we'll get to that. We're going to get to the conversation that he and I had about that, but you're a hundred percent right. I was very surprised that this giant man, <laughs> this incredibly masculine man was like, choke me. And he said it with such intent in his voice too. It was so fucking hot. So I'm choking him and he's continuing to fuck me. And I, then I start getting raunchier with him. I'm like, fuck me deep. Yes, right there. Well, was he picking up? Was was the the pace being picked up? Was it getting hotter? Was oh, it steamier yes. because you were choking? Him? A thousand percent. He started fucking drilling me. I'm telling him deeper and harder and faster. And I take one of my hands off. I kind of still have a little bit of my <laughs> my tiny hand around his throat. Yeah. And I grab onto one of his legs with my other hand and almost I'm like shoving him into me. Well, I, I want to put this into perspective for people who don't know or haven't met you and can't see this. Your hand your entire hand fits in the palm of my hand so i don't know how this is happening I, i'm intrigued but i don't know how this is happening well both hands pretty well fit her i mean not all the way around his neck but enough that i could really kind of grip onto him right so anyway i'm like grabbing onto one of his legs his muscles are rippling under my fucking hand and i'm pushing him harder into me then there was one point i stopped choking him i put my hands on the bed so i could arch myself up so that he could drill me even deeper and harder and oh my fucking god i came so hard i was hearing colors it was the craziest thing ever. <laughs> i was tasting colors <laughs> i just lost everything i mean it was it was amazing and i felt like it was a very long orgasm that might have just been in my head but i felt like this lasted like two full minutes well i want to make clear i came down the stairs a few times at, you know going back and forth because i was still cleaning the kitchen and doing things and just checking on you this went on for a fucking hot second because I did. I At was least exhausted. An hour. It was more than that. There's no question it was more than that because I was still cleaning the kitchen when I finally came down. Or actually, you came up at some point. But it, this was a long time, so there was clearly a connection. Yeah, it was pretty fucking great. So after that last orgasm my last orgasm, he starts saying, oh, I think I'm going to come. And I'm like, yes, come for me. And he's like, do you want me to come already? I was like, fuck, already? We've been playing for a fucking while. Yeah, I want you to come. So then I'm just like chanting in his ear. He's making out with me. And then he kind of just like leans his head down by me. And I'm whispering in his ear like... Are you still choking him? No, no, no. Okay. And I just start whispering in his ear like, come for me. I want you to come for me. Yes, give me all that come. And he had an entire body shake orgasm. I'm not joking. His legs were shaking. His arms were shaking. He's closing his eyes. You can tell he's just like lost in this world of pleasure. It was so fucking hot because again, this is like a big masculine dude. And to see him just like completely wrapped up in his own orgasm like that and losing himself was so fucking sexy. Well, it's enlightening. I mean, the guy certainly is not the norm, right? When it, you, people think of the big, strong single dude in the space who's all cocky and arrogant and doesn't know how to either please himself let alone a partner there's something to be said for that the guy's super fucking enlightened He's very in tune with himself, that's for sure. So what was really funny is we end and I mentioned to him, I was like, I was very surprised that you wanted me to choke you. And he's like, I don't really know where that even came from. Like, 
he's like, I'm very turned on by that idea. And I've definitely thought about it in the past, but I'm not sure I've ever been comfortable enough to just have it blurred out of my mouth like that. Well, that's interesting. And I fucking loved that because I do think there was so much anticipation. There was so much communication ahead of time that he felt comfortable with me and I with him. And that is why a lot of the things that happened during this play session happened. I'm fully convinced that if I had just played with him the very first party that I met him at, none of this would have gone down the way that it did. No, 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 no. I don't think that would be possible. We talk a lot about that first initial experience anyway. And then if you see someone again it's that much better the second time we just talked about it last week with myself and madison certainly there's something to to the elevation and it's really the time and time going by and the the build up and all those things matter even in a situation like this where you never really had any physical contact initially but all that build up i mean it just lends itself to it right much like what's going to happen hopefully this week with me and and this beautiful woman i may get a chance to play with we've been together in the same room three different times but never anything physical i'm super fucking pumped about it yeah so yeah i mean it was just a wonderful session i mean it was there was something incredibly exciting to me about his size and his the size of his hands and all of that i felt kind of in the beginning it made me feel dainty and sexy and it was so interesting how that then kind of morphed throughout the interaction it was almost like two different brennas right, right. like one moment i'm enveloped by this giant man and the next minute i'm choking him well and i honestly saturday night i thought after dinner of course and and when play kind of started happening the rooms opened up we opened up the, the play areas i thought for sure give Given your experience Friday that you guys would probably have some time together Saturday, but you were in a whole nother place Saturday. <laughs> and it, of course he came in late because he had some, some work to do and he, he got to the party after dinner. So it was basically a little late to the party, but I thought for sure that there would be something happening. And of course I assumed that he would be staying with us that evening as well because he stayed at the house with us on Friday, but he got out of there. He had to leave. I thought, oh, certainly by the time, you know, I'm done cleaning up and all that shit again at two o'clock in the morning, you would be fucking hip deep in in our friend. So I I was fully convinced that was going to happen. Well, I kind of liked that I didn't. I had two completely different interactions this weekend. Like literally could not have been any more opposite in so many different ways, which we're obviously going to talk about. But that was also very fun for me. It felt freeing. I felt like I was able to just let parts of, of myself out this weekend that I don't often let out. And it was incredibly freeing to me. Well, it was interesting, like you said, because I didn't know anything about this choking uh, situation. And for you to go from that on Friday to the experiences that you had on Saturday, they're polar opposite. I mean, it really was a very different experience. You were completely submissive Saturday. <laughs> I, you, really, you were you were putty a hundred percent. You had you had very little control over your own body. Really, most of that experience. Well, we're going to talk about that soon, so make sure you stay tuned for that. In fact, we'll probably share a few tidbits on the bonus episode this week, so make sure you uh, check out our Patreon account for that. That is patreon.com slash swingers. We offer a weekly bonus episode as one of the thank yous for sponsoring the show and supporting us, so you definitely should check that out. Before we end the story, though, I do want to say one of the hottest parts of this whole thing to me was the next morning when Susan mentioned that she heard everything. Oh, she did. She was beaming ear to ear. And she was like, you guys were having so much fun. And that turned me on so much because it was this idea of like, I was lost in the moment with him. I wasn't thinking right then and there about who was potentially listening. But then the next 
morning to know and have that added element of eroticism, knowing that she was right next door listening to the whole thing. That was fucking hot. And that's definitely something that I really appreciated about this experience, despite the fact that I probably kept her away. Well, I also have to I have to thank him and you, I guess, as well, because Susan was so fucking hot and bothered <laughs> that I got the chance to play with her after breakfast on Saturday because she was listening to this Friday night while she was in bed alone. Well, you are so, welcome, sir. Yeah. And Happy I'm here to help. Yeah. I absolutely benefited from it because she was fucking worked up. <laughs> I, I love it. I mean, obviously we'll talk about our experience at some point, but I walked in the room, she was in her bedroom and I, I didn't have a chance to say anything. She just started peeling my clothes off. Like, just shut up and take all your clothes off. I was like, holy shit. As well she should. Yeah, Get she it, was fucking getting after it. So <laughs> I'm here to tell you, it was fucking hot. So thank you. You're you're so welcome. I really like helping you out like that. Yeah. So anyway, guys, if you want more of the naughty stuff, like if you actually want to see some of these experiences, make sure you head on over to OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Or if you want to see Brian in all of his glory, you can head to OnlyFans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy. Make sure you check out our upcoming events like the Sweetheart's Ball happening in Houston over Valentine's Day weekend. And we obviously have every single month the Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas at Playhouse LV. And all of that information can be found at members.frontporchswingers.com. Find us on social media. We're on Instagram at FPS Pod Media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers. We're on TikTok at Front Porch Swingers 1. And we're on YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. And I think that's what we have for you this time, right? Yeah, you guys uh, just look out. Coming soon, hotwifeevents.com. Be ready. Woo! It is coming. Wait, yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.